of the belief that we need a vibrant, strong public school system. I support education 100%, and I think we need to do whatever we can at every level, municipal, state, federal, to improve education. Because the trends that I'm seeing in this country, we are falling way behind the rest of the world. This is now a global economy, whether we like it or not, and America and Americans are falling behind. American students are are less and less able to compete every year with their foreign counterparts. Well, I've known about the test score problem. I've known about the fact that a lot of American school children just don't seem to know anything. I read a fascinating article over the weekend, a joint article of really voluminously researched by, public, by ProPublica and The New Yorker. And it's about America's hidden education crisis. What is it? Think to yourself what it is. I'm going to tell you. But what is the education crisis in this country that nobody is talking about? Well, it is absenteeism. Absenteeism has nearly doubled since the pandemic. And state and federal governments have pretty much abdicated any role in getting kids back in school. So now what some school districts are doing, they're turning to private companies for a reimagined version of a truant officer. Now, this is not happening in one place or another place. This is happening around the country. It's happening in Detroit. It's happening in Baltimore. It's happening in New York. In fact, there was just a news story yesterday out of New York. That public school enrollment has continued to fall. The number of students in New York's public school classrooms dropped to the lowest point it's been since the 1950s, according to the Empire Center. Now, that's not all due to absenteeism. Uh, Some of that is due to homeschooling. Some of it is due to children being enrolled in uh, private schools and other educational alternatives. But a lot of it is due to absenteeism. And the statistics, at least on this one, do not lie. Absenteeism, students being absent from school, has skyrocketed over the last couple of years. Nationwide, the rate of chronic absenteeism, what's chronic absenteeism? Defined as missing at least 10% of school days, or 18 in a year, nearly doubled between 2018-2019, that school year, and 2021-2022, to 28% of students. 28% of students are chronically absent. That's according to data compiled by the Associated Press by uh, Thomas D., who's a professor of education at Stanford. Michigan's rate, and big shout-out to all our listeners on uh, WFDF, AM 910, the Superstation. Michigan's rate? was 39%. That is the third highest among all states in the country. States that have reported data for the most recent school year showed only minimal improvement. Some cities have absentee rates of more than 40%. And this absenteeism underlies a lot of what has beset young people in recent years. Some of it is due to deteriorating mental health. Some people say it's due to exacerbated social isolation. Some people say it's fears about youth violence. Some people cite other things. A lot of people, and this ProPublic article is very interesting. In fact, I'm going to link to it 
Uh, oh, I didn't link to that Oscar Goodman article. I'm going to link to that as well. I'm going to link to it on my Facebook page. I um, The link that I just shared is from um, a site that you can bypass the pay pay the paywall so you can read it after the show because you know it is a lengthy article and basically most school districts don't have truant officers anymore and i was interested to see what the problem is here and the narrative of this pro publica article has to do with mostly the parents a lot of the parents aren't doing their job i think to make sure their children are going to school a lot of them are busy working and they uh, that sometimes the parent will leave for work and the child will sneak back into bed and by the time the parent knows the child didn't go to school then that's it so some parents were completely unimpressed by what instruction consisted of during remote learning they didn't see missing school once school came back as a big deal at all some liked having their kids around uh stephen mcgee the superintendent of the Harper Woods District in Michigan said, you're dealing with a different generation here. This is a parent generation that plays video games with their children. This is the superintendent here. When we were kids, we were out of the house and at school. There was no option. This became optional. Now, even before COVID, Some students in the Detroit area had been able to choose online-only learning as an offering from public or charter schools. And since the pandemic, many schools have made it easier for students to try to catch up from missed days with online material. But um, so anyway, now what a lot of these school districts are doing is moving towards these private companies that don't act as a truant officer. They act as basically... A way they call them student advocates, and there's a Baltimore company called Concentric Educational Solutions, which has contracts with seven school small school districts in the Detroit area. And you have they chronicle this one person that goes to the kids' houses and finds out why they're in school. And a lot of times, the parent will ask, "Are you a truant officer?" And she'll say, no, you know, I'm an education advocate. Basically, their idea is intervention to find out why the child is not going to school and then try to fix the problem. They're not looking to throw anybody in jail or anything along those lines. Because, you know, we all remember the image of the truant officer in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? They've moved away from that. Now that is a thing of the past, by and large, in most places, in most places. In one place, I think it was Mississippi, they actually did throw – no, no, New Mexico. Uh, In New Mexico, they removed the role of district attorneys in enforcing attendance. So that state, which had some of the longest school closures, saw its chronic absenteeism rates more than double. After the pandemic. So New Mexico, they stopped putting people in jail for truancy and boom, the absenteeism rate doubled. You know what the highest absenteeism rate in the country is? Alaska. Alaska has the worst school absenteeism rate in the country. Shout out to our listeners there on KYBR. But if you look at how they've changed dealing with truancy over the years. It's very interesting. And you might remember this from the 2020 presidential election because this came up with Kamala Harris. 
Because according to the ProPublica article, the case of Kamala Harris is instructive. She was the district attorney in San Francisco. And in the 2000s, the mid-2000s, she made headlines for prosecuting parents of extremely truant students. She said at the time, I believe that a child going without an education is tantamount to a crime. And so I decided I was going to start prosecuting parents for truancy. Truancy. And when she ran for attorney general, she pushed for a statewide law that made it a misdemeanor for parents if their kids were chronically absent, punishable by a fine or up to a year in jail. In 2013, the state amended the law, giving school principals more leeway to excuse absences. Then when she ran for president in 2020, she received a lot of criticism for her efforts, and she said she was sorry. She expressed some contrition, saying that she had hoped the law would simply prod districts to offer more resources to aid truant students. Quote, my regret is that I have now heard stories where in some jurisdictions, DAs have criminalized parents, and I regret that that has happened. Well, she did the same thing. So in recent years, efforts to fight absenteeism have tended to involve not threats to throw people in jail, but nudges. 